Hi, and welcome to Smiling Gives You Wrinkles, the podcast that helps you celebrate everything about aging with a smile. I'm your host, beauty editor Donna Francis, and throughout my 25-year career, I've been passionate about inspiring women to feel good about themselves, inside and out. And now I'm in my late 40s, I wanted to create something joyful and celebratory around aging. Forget midlife, Smiling Gives You Wrinkles is all about creating more life as you age. You will hear from some brilliant women who not only share their stories about aging, but also offer some great tips to help you look forward to life ahead. Smiling Gives You Wrinkles is here to inspire you to age positively and authentically on your own terms. Today, I'm chatting with tapping queen, Poppy Delbridge. We get stuck in that loop of thinking, you know, we can't change our experience. And tapping is one of the ways that I work with people, you know, as a mentor and a coach, because it allows you to change your beliefs. You might not have heard of tapping before, and you might think it sounds a bit out there. I was a bit sceptical about it at first, but after having a couple of sessions with Poppy, I'm now a big convert. And I really think this will be a new tool to help you manage your stress and to feel more confident. Tapping is, as Poppy describes, a super tool that you can use every day to change your life. You basically use your fingertips to tap different energy points on your face and parts of your body while repeating positive affirmations that are personal to you. I first used Poppy's rapid tapping technique to help me feel more confident before speaking at a public event. And it really helped me focus on my mindset and realize that I am good enough and that I can actually do it. Vogue calls Poppy the go-to for public figures and she has helped some of the world's most successful women quiet the negative chatter in their head and visualize their full potential. And you'll hear how Poppy used tapping to pivot her life and career too. I hope that after listening to this chat, you'll want to go and give tapping a try, either on your own or with Poppy on her app called Rapid Tapping. And if you're anything like me, it will really help quieten that negative voice in your head. Hello, Poppy. Thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Very good today, Donna. Thank you. So we met quite recently for the first time at an amazing event in New York for Hello. And I watch you work your magic on a room full of New Yorkers that are normally very busy and very stressed out. And you did this magic thing that a lot of them had never heard about called tapping. So can you just explain a little bit what tapping is? of course. So it's essentially a technique. It's a mind-body technique. So you're literally doing as it sounds. You're tapping mostly on your face, upper body, And you're saying certain things at the same time. So it's kind of energy work with psychology work. And it works really quickly to relieve stress, to make your nervous system just a little bit better condition. And it also, you know, when you do my type of tapping, makes you feel quite happy and positive quite quickly. 
I can vouch for that, actually, because we also did a little mini session um, together online and it was actually before the the event and I was quite nervous about it. And you really helped to make me focus and make me realise my potential. And that is why so many women come to you to really pivot their mindset and help them embrace their fears and also their ambitions as well. And I think there are so many women at, you know, during their 40s and their their 50s when they have, you know, they've got their, they might have an empty nest. They might be looking at different paths to take in their life. They've been through menopause. And I think what's great about you and this technique is that you can really help women to discover their potential. So I kind of want to quiz you about what are your tips for helping women to do that through Mm. tapping? Well, thank you for what you said, by the way. Love that. (laughs) I am very passionate about it. And especially changing things and pivoting things when we are often at an age I think as women where we're kind of told we can't and the thing that frustrates me most is working with a lot of women who are absolutely fantastic we sort of tell ourselves that we can't and so the thing to remember is that you know our reality is just a set of reinforced beliefs about ourselves and our potential in the world you know, can I do that? Can't I do that? And we get stuck in that loop of thinking, you know, we can't change our experience. And tapping is one of the ways that I work with people, you know, as a mentor and a coach, because it allows you to change your beliefs about yourself. It allows you to access more energy. It allows you to reinvent yourself because you're putting new helpful information that's positive into your psyche. So your belief system starts to change and then you enter this new kind of realm where you're like, oh, maybe I can. And so that's why I'm I'm really passionate about it because you can say something all you like and you can have friends going, you know, oh yeah, you can do it. But actually we know deep down it's not as easy as that. And we have to actually change our thoughts and our emotions about something so that we change our energy about it as well and then our actions change and then our reality changes so for me this is a super tool and why I'm always talking about it (laughs) and also I must say it is something that you can talk about firsthand because reading your story you have experienced major pivots in your life And it's so great when you can learn from someone that really has had that authentic experience. Can you tell us a little bit about how you have come to what you are doing today? Mm. Yeah, so I made quite a brave choice fairly late on. So my later, I'm in my 40s now, to change my career entirely. And I built up a really great career that I loved in creative media I was an executive there and you know for a lot of my life as well I have my son he's an older son now 
and you know you get to that bit where you go well do I like what I am moving up into do I love it enough Mm. to make sacrifices and, and, and all of this and that pivot for me was to go hang on what do I love and and what can I do and contribute that will just make me feel alive you know and I don't think that always has to be you know your career or work it could just be projects you know things that you're interested in that you're not maybe pursuing so I decided with the help of a good mindset (laughs) a lot of tapping a lot of the work I do now to move into my personal passion which is to work with people to unleash that potential and to understand what your values are, your needs, like what are the things that make you tick? Because those are the things that allow you to make a good contribution into the world, make a difference. And then you start to feel better Mm. and better and better and healthier, actually. So for me, I did that complete U-turn and set up a new career, probably at the height of my career, when I had, had worked for lots of major channels, you know, Netflix, BBC, you know, I worked probably at the top of my game and yeah, it was scary, super scary, <laughs> but I don't look back. And now, you know, I've got my book, I've now done the app because I'm really passionate about it. And that came from my own upbringing. You know, my dad taught me a lot of the mindset techniques and the things I do now. And he had a real courage through illness and completely changed his life to help other people. And for me, that was what I wanted to do. So I took on the baton probably late in life. And now I'm midlife, you, you would say. And, you know, I'm only just getting started. Like so many of us, we're only just getting started. That's what I love about your story is because I feel the same. I feel like I've got so many things to explore in my life that I've not conquered. And I'm only just really addressing that inner voice, mm. which is what you are so great about helping women discover and really also understanding what's right for you. That is something that definitely, I believe, comes with age. Is that what you experience when you meet other women in your work? Mm. Yeah, sometimes there's an unpicking that I do with women as to what it is that they actually want. You know, the, the getting the clarity around what that vision is or what it could be can feel like the block and that's the belief you know the upper limit the glass ceiling that is just repetition like you're saying and when you get through that when you start to feel more aligned to what is truly important to you and you have certain techniques to do that because it's it's you know I'm a creative so I, I I love doing this but it's not for everyone because we're not brought up to do that you know we go through school we go through a system So sometimes it needs an additional, you know, I do creative retreats to help with that. But when you do get it, you're like, ooh, okay, a whole new world of possibilities come up and you meet other people and you start to feel like, yeah, why not? I'm going to stay aligned to what I love. Why not? You know, this is the life. Let's go. And I think especially for women, you know, most of their life, they're kind of pleasing other people, whether it's kids, husbands, people at work parents Mm. but I think for women they have that extra duty especially if you're a mother that you need to look things have cut things have moved on but let's be real here there is that kind of 
pressure to live your life around your kids. And that's great. And that's brilliant. But you do get at this age, you're like, oh, actually, what am I doing in my life? And to help women realize that potential is amazing. So what other, you were talking about your retreats, what other techniques do you use to help women realize their full potential and unlock their confidence? Mm, Yeah. So I use a mixture of different types of therapies, actually, trained in lots of different types of therapies to look at kind of blocks, whether that's hypnotherapy, you know, traditional coaching, your neuro-linguistics, what we say about ourselves. But I would also say, you know, in EFT, what I would say is I kind of have a model that is quite useful, just at the basics, if, if, if anyone here is thinking about, oh, what, what is my... What is my next level of my life? How, what am I going to do? I think of it like a flower. So, you know, it's like a little set of wheels of, of possibility. And in the middle is your energetics. So I call energetics a catch-all for kind of your energy, your mindset, you know, what you believe, your emotional levels. And when you get that right, most of the other bits start to go better. And enhance, but around that circle in the middle are different parts of your life. So, for example, you've got your environment where you spend your time, you've got your work, um, you've got relationships, you know, you've got love, you've got money in abundance, and and all of these things are really relevant because you know, if one of them is a bit lackluster, it affects the rest, it affects our mood. And if one mm. of them is kind of, you know, just you know, we're just ignoring it and avoiding those emotions, then it starts to just spin out a bit. And we can often as women then go inward and start blaming ourselves. And for me, I'm very much like, look at your whole life. You know, I work a lot with people on work, of course, but it's about your whole life. And I think sometimes we forget that, especially Mm. as women, when we're putting everyone first or we're following a trajectory. It's kind of like, well, hang on a minute, I can pivot and put my focus on one of those zones, not everything at once, that's quite overwhelming, but one of those zones. So in all my work, I take people into that zone, we identify what it is, and then you upgrade it, you upgrade what you feel and how you move around in life with that. And a lot of that is through, you know, a lot of those techniques and obviously rapid tapping, which is about how daily energy counts daily energy techniques really help you get a better mood and just feel better and it stops the negative chatter so every day is very important as well as all the core stuff do you know what I mean and I think women feel really overwhelmed and what I love about tapping is that it really even if just for a few minutes it really helps you center yourself and focus on what you want for the day because often we can get overwhelmed by the future Mm. but often it's the little things that we do every day that really impact the future isn't it and that's why I love your app so much tell us a bit about your app yeah so exactly what you've just said is why I created the app because what I was finding working with a lot of women more one-to-one and in groups was that if they just did a few minutes every day and had a set of things to say when they tap, because sometimes it's, what do I say? You know, you don't really know. Then 
you can change your mood really quickly in minutes. And as you know, if you think about anything through life, it's the minutes and the little moments that matter. They add up and that suddenly becomes your reality. It suddenly becomes like what you think you can get in the future. So if you start small, just by a few minutes at a time and follow in, in the rapid tapping app, that's what I've, that's my method of tapping, rapid tapping, which is what you've, you've done. You've done a bit of both actually, traditional tapping and rapid tapping. And the app is created so that everyone can have a go. There's no barrier to entry there, you know, and it's also a community. You know, I love bringing women together and it's a community. So you can go on there and do a live class of tapping with me and some other pros at it. And you can talk at the same time. And you can talk about, you know, if your day's been rubbish, I don't want you to avoid that. You, you come on and with the tapping, the cool thing about it is you will acknowledge that. And then you shift the energy. So by the end of it, it's hard to explain without doing it. Because when you do it, you go, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> and you're nodding. I know. I remember when I was told about it, I was a bit like, I don't really don't understand what this is what this is about. And I think a lot of women in that, in that room in New York was like, oh, wow, what is this? And when they left, that's what they were talking about. There was so such a great buzz yeah. after you did that. And I remember when I first did it with you, um, I was talking about confidence and I think, and you kind of gave me this mantra about, you know, I will be more confident. And I think a lot of women, they see women like you, you must see a lot of, you know, real professional women. And I think confidence is a big thing. Mm. And to be a, a commu in a community like yours, it makes you realize is that, yes, you have these amazing, powerful women, but they all have, we all have these insecurities that we don't look like we have. Mm. Yeah. We don't show, you know, I'm, I'm hosting my own podcast. Who would think that I had an issue with confidence? Yeah. But it's so nice as well to know other women are going through these in our conversations, in our head, and that there are ways that we can help manage them. Mm. So thank you for helping me that, with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, we all have those up and down days. It's just good to have a tool to know how we can say better things to ourselves. That adds up. That's exactly it. And I always say, and actually some another one of my guests, we were talking about this and she was saying, "What you wouldn't say these things to your girlfriend. You wouldn't say them to your partner. So why are you saying them to you? And that's how I often look at it. I really think to myself, okay, well, what would I tell Leah, who's my best friend? What would I mm -hmm. say to her if, if she was in this position? I would say probably the complete opposite that I naturally say to myself. Yeah, absolutely. Because we're a bit mean to ourselves, we don't find it easy to put ourselves first often, and we do have to give ourselves permission to say things that are really unspeakably kind and full of potential. And actually, I think it's, it. I might be generalising here, but I think it's a British thing as well, because now I live in America there's a lot of self-branding and people are very proud of their achievements. And I think I, that's something that I'm really learning to get over, uh, overcome and 
I think it can be a British trait that we're all a bit like, oh, no, we mustn't talk about how well we're doing or how good we are. (laughs) Yeah, but then you think about, and I agree with you, actually, but then you think about your role models in life. They're probably women that you go, oh, look, I've seen that, so now I can do it. So I always think it's kind of like important for us to set the standard that things are possible by showing that it's okay to also feel, you know, happy and feel joyful, even when stuff's going on or, you know, to show that you're courageous and to talk about it. And, you know, I think that's really important, actually, for next generation too. And what, on the days... At the beginning of this podcast, before we started recording, I said to you, how are you? And you said, I'm really well. I said, I think you're always really well. And you was like, well, not all the time. What on the days that you wake up feeling like, oh, wow, I've got to help all these women manifest the life they want. And actually, I don't know whether I can do it. What, what, do you, what are those things that you do in the day, apart from tapping, to really help you think, well, no, I've got this? Mm. Yeah. And first of all, I haven't worked with anyone, including myself, <laughs> who doesn't like have that bit inside them that goes, oh. But yeah, you can, you can absolutely bust through that. And apart from tapping, I would say really good little hack that I do. Well, there's a few, but a a really good one. And this is in my book as well, is to do rather than a to-do list, start doing a to-done list. So start noticing through the day what you have accomplished or achieved, even if that is something that you think is small or irrelevant, and start to put them down on a separate piece of paper. And actually write them down because there's been lots of studies. Harvard did a big study that you're 16 times more likely to make something happen in terms of goals, right? I work with goals. If you write it down, literally, it's so simple. So I really believe in that. I really believe in the power of writing something helpful down, not just stuff you've got to do. So that's a really good hack. And I do that with myself, you know, even Mm -hmm. if it's like, hey, you know, manage to eat well and consciously, and take a break. (laughs) Whatever it is, I think so important to just self-affirm. And there's, again, lots of research on self-affirmation. That's why I'm really into affirmations with tapping. That's really interesting you say about writing it down, because I've been trying to get into bed every night and think about the things that have been positive in the day. But now I'm going to try and write things down instead of putting them on my iPad. Yeah. Write it and also do it as you go through the day rather than like get to the end of the day and go, oh, I've got to do that gratitude list. Oh, I've got to remember all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to be like, oh, done that. Great. Yeah. And so now you're in your 40s. What's next for you? What What are you looking forward to for the next 10 years? Mm. What's around the corner for Poppy? Well, I have this nice time of love. You know, I I did things very early, as you know. So I did, you know, the marriage. That didn't go so well after about 10 years. And then I had this kind of rebirth, you know. So I've I've had my children. Mm -hmm. And now I'm kind of going into this new phase of making a difference, really. Um, Enjoying my life. Going after my passions. And, you know, I, I, I really want people to understand that 
it is possible to live in a state where, yeah, you do wake up and you're kind of like, yeah, oh yeah, you know, and when the hard things come, and they will, that you are resilient and that you can just, you know, come back again, bounce back quicker and quicker. So for me, that's a big passion of mine. I mean, aside from obviously wanting to do all of the ideas and all of the <laughs> the business ideas, cool. you know, because I'm just like that and I love that. But that's my main yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. I love your email address. House of Possibility is within it. And I love that. That's like, I think that is something that real women in, I hate the word midlife, but I need to find a different word for it. But the women in midlife, they need to realize that there are so many possible things that they can do. And it's so great that women like you are giving them the ability to do that. My last question to you would be, what is the best thing about being the age you are right now? It's that I will be the youngest that I ever am right now. So yeah. take it. <laughs> Have it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Love it. Thank you, Poppy. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I've loved it. Thanks so much for listening to Smiling Gives You Wrinkles. I hope you enjoyed that chat as much as I did. Remember to join me next week when I'll be talking to another brilliant woman. Until then, please leave me a five-star review wherever you're listening and tell your friends about the podcast too. I'm Donna Francis and remember, Smiling Gives You Wrinkles. <laughs>